This is the Grow My Clinic podcast by Clinic Mastery, where we help you deliver amazing client experiences to grow your clinic. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Grow My Clinic podcast. My name is Jack O'Brien, your host, and we have back in the hot seat, Hutan Mohsini. How are you, Hutan? Yeah, good. Thank you very much. That's good. Did I pronounce your name right? Yes, that's it. <laughs> Very good. Well, for those who aren't familiar, Hootan is the owner of Clinic Apps, which is a remarkable piece of software that helps clinic owners uh, automate their practice and get meaningful data to be able to make good decisions. And uh, that's really useful because, Hootan, your background, um, which we've covered in a previous episode, is in uh, veterinary care, which evolved into MBA through Ernst & Young, building mobile apps and, and then through to clinic apps now, which really provides incredible data. It's one of the most powerful tools I've ever seen. Can you explain for us a little bit about the data that clinic apps provides and why that's important for listeners, for clinic owners? Yeah, that's a, that's a very good one. Um, one of the most important things that I was seeing uh, when I was in Ernst & Young uh, through all different industries that I was in was this power that data has and the issue that, that people have collecting this data and turning that data into something meaningful for them. So just to give you an example in a clinic to figure out what is the percentage of people who cancel and don't rebook. Mm-hmm you need to download this data from your practice management software, download cancellations, then figure out, then filter them by time and then find, f- download another one with all the appointments and then match all of these data together and figure out which one of those have rebooked or, or, or not rebooked. Just, just, download, just, just finding one simple thing mm-hmm. will take at least two hours of, of work mm-hmm. in Excel and downloading and all that or maybe one hour to... Just find one metric that that ha- that has some meanings for for the clinic, and sure. this is the same in all industries. Like people know what they want, but first thing, getting and finding that data and doing the analysis and figuring that is is difficult. Mm. And then when you put all of this data next to each other, you can create very beautiful things with it. You can figure out where are the where are the issues in a clinic, where the clinic has gone better, where, where it has gone worse, what are the opportunities for the future. And mm-hmm. some other things are like in, inside, the, inside team meetings, many uh, experiences can be shared during that team meeting. So, mm-hmm. for example, one thing that we talk about a lot is average patient revisits. Mm-hmm. Like you see two, two different practitioners, they're doing exact same thing. Both of them are physiotherapists. They are, they're, their specialty is the same. They're working in the same clinic. One of them has more loyal patients than, than the other one. And this, this is a fantastic opportunity to, in a team meeting, have a chat between uh, these two people and say, how, how are you doing this? And then right. that, that experience that, that, that can be shared it would be fantastic. So basically, this is, this is a culmination of all my experience in MBA, data analytics, Ernst & Young, and healthcare industry that has come into one dashboard that can help visualize important things that are going in inside a clinic that, sure. that can, can be acted on. 
<laughs> it's funny just to loop back to something you said there at the start. It would only be a web developer, uh, analytics geek like yourself who would say that data is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you and me both. Uh, is something about well-represented data that is uh, somewhat appealing. <laughs> So I I think you're right. Um, You know, you said it would take a long time for people to get this data. And the truth is, listeners to this uh, podcast are health clinic owners. But first and foremost, we're health professionals. We're not data gurus like yourself. And so whether it's Clinico or uh, Nucle, Core Plus, HealthKit, whatever the practice management software you're using, it sometimes is hard, A, to extract meaningful data. And so you've created a product that can do that. But it's not just having the data, it's being able to analyze it in a way that's meaningful to help you reflect on what's happened, but make decisions going forward. What are some of the key data points that you think health clinic owners should be reflecting upon? I think the very first thing that that needs to be done is to just plot the total number of patients and see how this total number of patients are moving. Is your clinic... Uh, growing, our number of patients growing or not. And then when, when you see that, you will see some fluctuations in that. So at some months or you will see in the last three months overall, for example, the clinic is generating less money or get, having less number of patients per month. Then you can dig deeper and figure out why that is happening. Like, is it my retention that is having some issues? Am I not getting enough new patients? Mm-hmm. Am I getting a lot of cancellations? What is the reason behind that overarching thing? You can do the, the main thing with the revenue. So this much revenue we are we make this last year. Mm-hmm. Each month it was like that. And then when you look underneath that, you will see, okay, actually it has gone down because number of new, new patients have gone down or sure. it has gone up because number of new patients have gone up or we have got better retention or it has gone down because we've got so many cancellations so so this is one key thing like i think every clinic because clinic owners although they are healthcare professionals they are running a business right this business without data is like human without an eye or ear like if you do not see what you are doing, uh, you cannot make correct decisions. So that, that, is, that is the key for, for the overall thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, getting data is one thing, but having it presented in a way that helps you make decisions um, is what's next level. And, and Clinic Apps now has this amazing dashboards, uh, 2.0, if you will, that's been completely redone, which presents data in such a meaningful way that allows clinic owners to make decisions. And I think you touched on a point that's really important. We are business owners. We might be health professionals by qualification, but the truth is we are clinic owners now. And so as clinicians, as therapists, we tend to only make recommendations, diagnosis, treatments based on data, based on evidence, based on research. And so it's incumbent on us as business owners to approach business with the same philosophy. Uh, so it's knowing your key data points, what they mean, what's the underlying factors behind that, and then how we can, um, how we can make small incremental changes that really affect those data points. Can you explain to us um, how you interpret patient visit average or average patient revisits and why that is such a critical number that you mentioned for clinics? 
Yeah, so there are many different uh, factors going into average patient revisit. You know, one, one key part is uh, the treatment plan. Mm-hmm. So one patient might come and that patient does not need any revisit. So uh, that, that, that should go into like a appointment type or somehow that needs to be captured so that you can know that, okay, you don't want to uh, create false appointments for people. Sure. It is that if patients are meant to come seven times, are they coming seven times or not? Sure. And when you review your overall, all the services that a clinic is providing and you know, okay, these are 12 services that we are providing. These 12 services, seven of them need five visits, two of them need four visits and, and that. And, and then we give you the power to figure out how many patients are coming for each appointment. Wow. So you can easily say, okay, for example, on average, 20% of my patients are coming with this issue, fifty uh, percent are coming from with this issue. So my average patient revisit should be somewhere around that. Sure. And then, uh, when you plot that in 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 uh, ClinicApps dashboard, you will see that okay, are you uh, are you on the correct spot? Are you below that or are you above right. that? And then uh, you can dig even deeper. What one thing which was very interesting when I was playing with this data was that. We can see some, so when, when a clinic is providing something and two different clinicians are providing same services with same uh, batch of patients and one of them has lower average patient revisits, there is where you can, you can dig deeper and figure out why. And right. one thing that was very interesting was that we could see the person who has lower uh, average patient revisits has higher late cancellations. And mm-hmm. has That's higher DNAs, right? Which is which is interesting. It clearly shows the patient didn't like really that uh, practitioner and mm-hmm. the service that was provided. So that's the reason that, that that has increased DNA, that has increased cancellation. So it is a it is a diagnostic tool like like the other diagnostic tools that you guys are using, right? When you look at right. an X-ray or you do a test or when you figure out what's the underlying issue in in that particular region of the body then you can you can figure out that okay this 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 is the treatment for it and that's the way and I, th- I think the beauty of uh, clinic apps is that you provide all that data in beautifully presented dashboards and now as clinic owners we can not only make uh, like you say diagnosis around the performance of our practitioners but we can approach team development personal development from a data-driven perspective we can say to our clinicians, it appears according to the data that we need to help you work on your communication skills or your interpersonal skills to improve such and such data point. Um, and you're right, things like non-attendance or late notice cancellations, um, patient visit average, they're such important numbers that we can now quantify something which we used to just go on gut feel. <laughs> I'm sure there's clinic owners listening who, who thought Johnny the podiatrist wasn't performing as well as Susie the podiatrist, but now we've got some data to either back that up or refute those claims and be able to measure staff performance um, as well as, and obviously more importantly, um, patient outcomes. I think this whole discussion, Hutem, we probably should have mentioned at the start. When it comes to patient visit average and, and uh, patient revisits, we're never talking about over-servicing, right? We're just talking about measuring how many consults it takes to get a patient their ideal outcome. Um, a, a colleague, Brad Beer, who was on an earlier episode, refers to it as their complete outcome. 
So getting patients to the end of their appropriate care rather than over-servicing. So can you talk us through these dashboards? If, if you're talking to a clinic owner and you had to help them set up a dashboard, what are some of the key metrics and how is it displayed, whether a line graph or a bar graph? What are the key metrics and how should it be displayed? Yeah, one thing is that general one that I, that I talked about, like an overall clinic revenue that, that is a must-have. Like, yes. you, you, you should definitely, like, that's the very first thing that you want to plot. And just I think about- that's important. Before we move on from that, I, I actually agree with you that revenue is such an important metric. Most clinic owners, or at least most health professionals, would say that patient outcomes is more important. But if you don't have a, a clinic that's generating revenue and is profitable, if you're not profitable, you won't be around to provide services and outcomes to your patients. Right. So I, I agree with you. Revenue and profit is important, not so that, not for any uh, personal gain, but so that we can help more people. So yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can actually build on this thing that you just said. Revenue, well, although money and healthcare, and it sounds really dirty when you talk about <laughs> money in healthcare, but the reality is that revenue and cost is a distilled outcome of a business that has so many different things in it Uh, and the future that you can build with higher revenue is much better because you will have more uh, power and more facilities and more features that you can provide with that and and uh, it's not that uh, you need to measure a clinic by revenue but when you want to diagnose you should take a look at that definitely it's like you cannot measure a human by its bone structure. The humans are much more. Right. But if you're a physiotherapist and you don't know the bone structure of a person, then you know it. It doesn't very. It doesn't fit very well. So it's a. And, and for example, we have right now some very large clinics that have created some educational material for each type of their their patients. Mm-hmm. It costs a lot of money to create the, all these educational material, like three weeks worth of material for each type of patient that comes in. But because they are a very large clinic, they have the money to do that and they can, sure. they can do all of that. So uh, first thing that they need to do is look at that and especially look at those parts that it has fallen or it is overall coming down or overall going up. When when you see one part, for example, one month, everything has gone down and you chat with many clinic owners and they say, oh, you know, that was the month that I had a baby or I had to go overseas or, or yeah. I wanted to do this. Sure. And that's the, that's the point that to have that in front of you and see that that month that went down had, uh, I don't know, this, this amount of money implication on your clinic. So you, next time you probably can plan better for, for sure. all of those. And then going deeper from that, finding all the reasons behind each one of those overall decline, overall going up, what is happening there. And mm-hmm. if you want to boost, if you make a decision to boost that, what are the metrics that you want to boost? Do you want to increase right. your new patients? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to increase your retention? Uh, do you want to increase your service? So do you want to provide more services? So, so, you can? so these are the decisions that can be made on back of that analysis that you're doing. So that, that's one part that overall you can, you're seeing everything in overall the whole clinic, how the whole clinic is working. Mm. Then another one that, that you can do is by practitioner. So you can, you can see 
uh, how each practitioner is uh, is working and uh, help each practitioner to come to the level that you want that standard that that exists in each practice to to work in that in that level and on top of that on top of dashboard we are providing the patient satisfaction level that you can add that to the mix and figure right. out each uh, practice, uh, each uh, practitioner, these are the metrics and these are the things that patients are saying and this is how much patients are satisfied with this particular uh, practitioner. Mm. And there is a third one. So first one is overall practice. Second one is each practitioner. And third one is digging deep into each one of the key performance indicators of, of the clinic, like working on cancellation and just figuring out where cancellations are happening. Yes. Are my cancellations happening on my first appointment? If they are happening in my first appointment, which we see a lot uh, of cancellation happening on, on first appointment, how can I mitigate that? How can I make sure or at least uh, make sure that those cancellations are not happening in the last 48 hours or 24 hours? Or how can I qualify those patients that are right. coming for the first appointment? Uh, and right now, as you know, we have patient forms. That's a fantastic thing to automate, to go to the patients, especially when they are first appointment, so Correct. that they are qualified correctly. They have had some, some touch points with the clinic to bring down those cancellations. Same with DNA and other parts. So these are the three key ways that I see the dashboard can be used. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall business, each practitioner, and each particular performance Indicator metric, yeah, and the uh, the filtering capacity of clinic apps is is second to none. You can, <clears throat> for instance, if we're talking about DNAs, you can filter that according to practitioner, according to service type or date or location. They're just uh, it's incredibly powerful, and so those dashboards then you can customize as much as you like. You can visualize it in a, a linear graph if lines make sense to you, or a, a speedometer as in a pie type chart the yeah. customization is really it is it is fascinating and for context then not only does clinic apps provide all this data and this is a discussion for another day but you give us then the tools to engage in patient relations to improve exactly. all this stuff with email sns um postal letters forms all, all sorts of things for a bit of context Uten, if i can tell a story in our clinic we uh we looked at some of these numbers and we noticed that our like you said, our initial consult DNAs was far too high and our patient visit average was too low. And so we, there was a number of different factors that we implemented in our clinic and that we help other clinics through with Clinic Mastery. But primarily, the solution was through clinic apps, providing better communications prior to that initial consult through emails, SMS and, uh, and forms. And so what happened is our DNAs dropped absolutely plummeted from, you know, 5% down to below 2%. And, uh, and our patient visit average went through the roof. That's some quantitative data. But all to say, let's put it in human terms here, it meant that we were able to help more people come to get a solution to their problem. That was the first point, was that people weren't DNAing when they had a problem. So people were coming to get solutions and we were able to get them as Brad B would say, to get a complete and remarkable outcome, get all the way through their treatment plan rather than, you know, three or four visits drop off and not get an outcome. And so Clinic Apps has given us the data and the tools to be able to help more people and help them get a better outcome. That's our example. That's been our experience. Would you say that's a common theme across your users? 
That's that's fantastic. First first thing, it's great to hear that. And uh, yes, definitely. And uh, so so I can give another example. That some 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 of the ways that people are doing that. So they uh, in their first uh, appointment, they are identifying what is the issue, uh, main issue that the patient is complaining about. And they, are, they start educating the patient before they come to the first visit. So when they, when they come to first visit, they already have a lot of knowledge. And, they have, and that, that trust that has been gained just before the first visit uh, uh, does magic. It, 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 it first thing provides better health care because patient is better, better educated. Correct. So the outcome would be better. The session would be more effective. And on top of that, loyalty and overall business for, for the practice would be better. And we see that in many clinics that are doing that. And we absolutely love what they do. Oh, it's, it's a game changer. Uh, I'm working currently with a number of our Clinic Mastery clients who are implementing this very strategy. We give them the scripts and the templates to be able to provide custom education materials to clients, whether it's their appointment type, they might be a DVA or Medicare uh, work insurance claim, provide custom custom um, education around that. And also, like you say, their presenting problem might be back pain or shoulder pain. And so you end up priming patients. But when they come in for their initial consult, they're far better educated. So they're not just Googling around. They're trusting you as their trusted advisor rather than Dr. Google. They're far more compliant because they've already experienced you. Their fear is lower because they've heard from your voice or in, our, in some clinic examples that we're working with, they're doing videos and incorporating that prior to the initial consult. So the patients walk in already knowing what their practitioner looks like. It means you get a better quality of patient and better patient outcomes at the end of the day. Um, that data is in- incredibly powerful. Hutan, is there anything else you would add for practitioners, clinic owners around data and how they can analyze that better? Well, just just don't be afraid of data. <laughs> that's uh, <Right>. that's <laughs> that's that's something that uh, that sometimes uh, I hear this a lot about uh, analysis paralysis and yeah. over over analysis. Um, uh, if if as as uh, expected, many practice owners are not data gurus and just. Uh, but there are so many places like Clinic Mastery that can help practices to make sense or, or at least give them the first, the most important things that they need to take a look at. Too much analysis is bad, but yes. lack of analysis also is, is bad. So finding uh, the right mix for themselves and, and not ignoring data, I, I highly suggest that. Yeah, to... to uh hide from data or to be fearful of it really is doing your patients a, bis, uh, a disservice exactly. in the long run. And, and so what we often recommend is pick one data point, whether that's um, non-tenants, DNAs, implement one strategy to address that and then remeasure. And uh, you can compare objectively what the outcome is like. Huten, that's, uh, that's fascinating. Thank you so much for sharing some insights around data. Um, for podcast Thanks, listeners, yeah. if you're interested in taking your journey with Clinic Apps further, we've, we've got a, a discovery session that we can offer you. So if you send me an email, jack at clinicmastery.com, 
will be able to help you point you in the right direction for a clinic apps discovery session. Hutan, you're a genius. We love you. You're a cult Thank hero. You. I think we said <laughs> Thank you. I wouldn't call myself that. I'm just, I'm just trying to help. Yeah. And we, we really appreciate working with like-minded people and companies like yourself and clinic apps. So Thank thanks for joining us on this episode, mate. We really appreciate it. Cheers. Thanks. And for podcast listeners, you can get the show notes for this episode over at clinicmastery.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to take your clinic to the next level, you can either sign up for our Grow My Clinic online course at the same link, clinicmastery.com forward slash podcast, or you can send me a direct email, jack at clinicmastery.com. We'll make sure you have a no obligation, no charge discovery session to help you get the most out of your clinic apps dashboarding. Hutan, thanks for joining us. Listeners, thanks for listening in and joining us. We look forward to bringing you another episode really soon. This is the Grow My Clinic podcast by Clinic Mastery, where we help you deliver amazing client experiences to grow your clinic. 